As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. You can't Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soul Spark Radio. And this is your co host, Gray Robinson, and my lovely bride, Linda Jan Greco. Hi, everyone. Happy Halloween for all of you um, (laughs) ghosts and goblins out there. And a couple of things. We've been noticing lately, we thought we'd do a a really unusual show today and talk about something other than the 10 things you can do to find your soulmate. (laughs) Linda just got back from Salem, Massachusetts on her annual pilgrimage to all things that go bump in the night. (laughs) And also, it's, it's that kind of year where you start looking at the nighttime and start embracing the things that are in the dark and the other side of the veil. And to, by way of explanation, um, after I quit practicing law, I went on a spiritual path and wanted to learn how to heal people with energy and, and alternative medicine and I actually lived with a witch for two years, and she taught me all kinds of high magic, low magic, in-between magic, and it was a lot of fun. And it actually works if you know what you're doing. 
So the thing that we wanted to share with you is some practical magic on how to improve your relationships, on how to improve your search for um, Mr. or Ms. Wright, the perfect partner. And so, Linda? Yeah, so hi everybody. I'm gonna answer some questions that y'all have up already. So yes, um, white magic, voodoo magic is different. Um, and I will share with you that you know I began my studies in uh, the area of, of white magic, if you will, um, 10 years ago in earnest, right? Really studying things, reading things, get uh, being taught by people who were experts in the area in a couple different pantheons. Pantheons means uh, sectors, right? A couple different types of um, witchy things, if we call it. And um, but I will say that I always had that leaning, even as a young child. I, you know, I went to Catholic church quite young and loved the ritual of that and the pageantry, and it was just gorgeous in there. And you know, I remember the priest swinging the censure with the incense and it back and forth and you know it almost choking me to death with which what was ever in there i think it was frankincense but um anyway so yeah um i did just get back from salem massachusetts it's a really interesting place no not wicca um wicca was definitely something i'm fully studied in but that's not my my brand there I, I will t share with you that I consider myself kind of a uh, recovering Catholic Zen Buddhist Strega thing. <laughs> so it's a couple different things there. Um, so anyway, um, can you call the corners? Yes, I can. And I, I call the corners actually every morning. Um, and I have a little thing that I say, and I'm happy to share it with you later. I actually pulled it out so I could read it to you. But um, Gray and I really wanted to share some interesting things and some fun things that we can um, impart uh, to you about how you actually use magic, honestly, on a daily basis. And um, we don't know it. One of the things that... Um, that we do i'm going to share with you for for those of you who are like oh magic scares me you know i want to remind you that you know doing a a ritual is is uh the same as if you will saying a prayer a prayer is a ritual a prayer is a casting of a spell if you will but in a different light right um can everyone use magic absolutely and um, there's no no bar no nobody's restricted from using magic. You're all allowed. Um, I don't practice dark magic. Um, that's not the kind of girl I am. Um, I don't think there's any benefit to it personally. And um, I use my magic for the benefit of others and myself and um, those around me. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to share that little bit with you too about um, how we use magic daily and think about it when it's your birthday don't you make a wish and blow out a candle how old are you when you stop doing that like never right that's a ritual that's a spell casting right there and we're taught that that is okay at a very young age and we continue that but that's what white magic is if you will okay hey want to go back to naked wines we didn't talk about what we were drinking tonight and um, I want to give a shout out to uh, nakedwines.com. And I'm drinking Katie Michaud's 
wine tonight, and it's a 2016 Riesling from the Columbia Valley, um, just north of us in Washington State. And I chose this wine in particular tonight to honor um, all the firefighters that uh, worked so diligently during the huge fires that we had here in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, sending out our prayers and, and hopeful good wishes to everybody at nakedwines.com and hoping that they didn't lose any of their vines during the uh, very tragic fires down south in um, the Napa area. So uh, we love you guys and I uh, hope everything's okay down there. So I'm going to let you listen to this because it's different. Can you hear that? So Kathy's got a screw top on her wine. Whoever thought about that was a genius. Okay. Love the corks, but if you've ever forgotten your uh, – your cork, your corkscrew, or your wine, your wine opener when you're out. Um, there aren't many many other methods that are very good in opening that wine bottle up. So, yay for screw top wines that are really good. So, uh, Gray, you want to go ahead and get started here? And uh, yeah, we got a great. Lots well, of it's, it's you know magic is ingrained in our society. We just you know it's gone underground, and and it's also changed names. Because a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking tonight is going to be sounding very familiar, but it, it's all about the what high magic is is something that you do without tools, without implements, without uh, objects to channel the magic. High magic is simply what you do with your mind and whether you can use incantations or you or otherwise known as mantras or if you use uh, there are some words that have historical and social significance more than others that you can use and so it's 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 about your mindset it's about your attitude and so we all know and science has confirmed that energy flows throughout each of each of us and all around us and you know i'm not talking about science fiction here i'm talking about stuff that's been quantitatively proven that exists so whatever energy you're putting out affects a lot of things and it affects people it affects animals it affects plants um you know i've, I've learned how to make plants grow faster and without disease which has been proven by scientific experiments so a lot of things that when people say magic you you have to forget about hollywood and you have to forget about the the nonsense that people have you know glorified it and made it into some kind of a graphic art artist nightmare it's it's more about what do you think how you think it, and what are you trying to accomplish? You know, the first thing I learned when I was learning magic is that the person that's doing the magic uh, is in complete control of what's going to happen. In other words, if you're somebody that's full of doubt, regret, and negative thoughts, your magic's not going to be very strong. Your Kung Fu's not going to be very strong. <laughs> And so you have to be very confident. You have to be very clear about what you're doing. And 
So you have to clear your mind and to focus on what you're doing. And so it's, it's all of the internal landscape that you bring to the table, in other words, has everything to do with whether or not you're going to be able to project energy or not. And that's what magic is, is the ability to project energy that can change things that are around you. And, uh, you know, what we consider to be magic, a lot of which is just psychology these days. And I know that having just been back from Salem, you know, people who practiced these techniques hundreds of years ago were unfairly characterized as evil or uh, being uh, heretics or sacrilegious. And so they had to take their practices underground and to change the names of the things so that they wouldn't be found out if they were doing this practice. You know, uh, people, Arthur C. Clarke said one time that anything that we don't understand we call magic or any technology that we don't understand is called magic. And that's basically what we're talking about here is that things that have been practiced for thousands of years, if you don't understand what's going on, you're probably going to call it magic simply because you don't know how it's, how it works. So let's get on with some of the more, you know, some of the techniques that, people can use to make changes in their lives. Right. So, um, so there's a, a couple things that, you know, I kind of like to start my magic early in the day. And one of the things that I, that I naturally do, and just so, I don't know if y'all remember, but my art is in, my background is both in art and in business. But, um, you know, my first natural tendency is to be a creative thinker. So, Every morning when I pour my cough, my uh, my cream into my coffee before I stir that that cream, I look into the mug to see, um, you know, is there any kind of visual thing that I see? Are there perhaps a swirl of clouds? Are there? Um, is it totally cloudy just on its own automatically? Um, and all of those things can be interpreted just a little bit differently. And I like to have fun with that, but. Um, you know, I, I can tell you that I don't read tea leaves. I wish I did. It kind of might be a fun thing to do for a party. Um, so that's one of the things that I like to do. But, you know, right off the bat, one of the most, uh, I think, beneficial things to do, and I've mentioned this on other shows, is to get yourself a journal. And you can call it a magic journal if you want or uh, whatever, whatever makes you happy. But, um, you know, it's where you get to create your future from, meaning it's a place where you can start to write down your hopes and your dreams and um, a place to have actions that follow that so that those things can start to uh, manifest and you don't forget them because they're not stuck in your brain with a million other, other things. Um, and as far as magic goes, you know, it may appear to be magic in quotes, um, it's kind of magic with a small M when we do that, but um, it really supports us in keeping those things, keeping ourselves present to the things that we want out of our relationships. Not only how we want to be ourselves, but things that we'd like to see our um, relationship grow into. Um, so I think 
writing down daily in a journal in the morning or some other place. It can be on your computer or your phone, whatever makes you personally happy. I like to write, um, even though I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> I go back to read them very well. Um, so, yeah. Get well, look at it this way. When you walk into a room, what happens? I mean, some people walk into a room and everybody and the energy just lightens up. You know, people smile, they come up to say hello, they're glad to see you, and you're you're noticed. Other people come into a room and it's kind of like somebody just um, passed gas. There's just a total negative reaction when that person walks into the room. Now, why is that? It's not because, uh, you know, everybody's, necessarily likes or doesn't like them. There's a certain energy that you carry around with you with you wherever you go. It's kind of like, are you uh, Mr. S Mr. or Ms. Sunshine or are you uh, Mr. or Ms. Thunderstorm <laughs> that walks around complaining all the time that nothing suits you, that the world is a terrible place. We're all, you know, because of the politics of the day, we're all going to die. Or are you somebody that looks at, well, how can we make the best of this situation? How, you know, uh, they're friendly. They give you a hug. They smile at you. They are your friend. That is magic because uh, you don't even know you're doing it. But the type of thoughts that you think, what do you focus on all the time? Do you focus on the positive things? about the people that you're around or do you look in, and are always comparing yourself to them? Are you criticizing them? Are you a wet blanket? And so the very first step in any magic course should be, you know, what is the kind of energy that you carry around with you? Because that's going to make a big difference uh, on how your magic flows. Mm -hmm. They, um, other thing that you can look at is you can use anything to create magic. And that's, this is what's called low magic. There's no better or best between low and high magic. The only difference between high magic and low magic is that high magic, you're doing it with your mind and low magic. You're doing it with a wand or uh, a candle or a, a glass of wine. No, really, there is there is wine magic. Uh, <laughs> other and above what wine does to you. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to make some remark about me. Sorry. No, flowers, colors, incense, all of these things can you can do to change the mood, to change the energy, to change the atmosphere. And particularly when you're maybe going through a, uh, learning experience with your partner, uh, a.k.a. a difficult time. You can also use these things to change the energy of the relationship, such that when you use these tools, say a prayer when you light your candle and let the candle burn for 24 hours. And that candle will actually keep that energy of the prayer going for as long as that candle is lit. You know, there's there's candle magic where you 
can actually write out your prayer, put the candle on top of the prayer, and then the, the candle will, using light and energy, broadcast that prayer even when you're not thinking about it. Same thing with incense. If you've got incense that you want to say a prayer with, the incense will broadcast the energy of that prayer along with the smell of the incense. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to share because I did promise you on Instagram and on Facebook today that I would give you some tips and things like that. So I just wanted to tell you that everything has uh, that Gray has spoken about. Most things have like flowers and incense and things like that and candles. They all have what are called correspondences. And correspondences are the things that they are related to or representative of. So with regards to candles, um, if you look at a candle, the wax part of it, because magic can be a very earth-based religion, if you want to call it that. So the wax itself in a candle is representative of the earth. And um, if you were to anoint it with oil during a spell or a ritual that you're having, that oil is rep represents water. Um, the smoke that comes out of the flame is representative of of air and the flame itself is representative of fire so each one of those elements uh earth water air and fire are traditionally represented in any kind of magic that you would uh like to do that is more ritualistic and as as gray pointed out uh, more what i call low magic on um, the colors of your candles also mean something so if you uh, want to have a romantic dinner party, what you might do is use pink candles on the table. And um, pink candles are really about love and friendship and femininity. Um, and if you want to, uh, you know, enrich your relationship uh, in the area of, of love and sensuality, you would want to use pink candles. Um, or if you were going to, let's say, do a ritual for uh, the benefit of your uh, finances or good luck or success and prosperity, you'd want to choose a green candle. And most powerfully, you would use it on a Friday. I don't know how they pick the days. But I assume Friday is green because that's when payday usually is. So I'm going to make that connection. Nobody wrote that anywhere as far as I know. Um, a blue candle we use on Thursday, and blue is about truth and wisdom and protection and peace. Let me tell you this, though. If you don't have any candles, you don't want to spend any Monday money, I'm sure you got maybe some white candles hanging around for when the lights go out. A white candle represents everything. Before you start, say, white candle, you're going to be a pink candle or a green candle or whatever, and then you go ahead and do your deal. Okay, so it doesn't have to be formal. If you want to get yourself educated, though, there are plenty of places on uh, on the Internet to find uh, legitimate people to work with to do this. Don't get, don't get scammed, though. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, a great resource is actually your local library. Okay? The, the really good, yummy stuff is usually written down in a book first. Um, and then for people who want to spend a lot of money because they think they're going to get a certificate and be something better than somebody else... Um, uh, I'm not a big fan, but anyway. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck, good luck with that. Um, so somebody asked, how long of a study is this program? It depends on what program you're in. Um, 13 kind of being the magic number. Uh, I have been in most programs for a minimum of 13 months each. 
for each of the different traditions that I studied in. Um, but as anyone knows who is, practices a particular you know, religion or type of spirituality, it's an ongoing process because there's so much to learn, um, at least for me. Gray is an attorney, you know, so he remembers things a lot better than I do. Um, he can probably, you know, recite a lot more things than I can myself. Me uh, is, a pro is a process of actually not just repetition but and remembering, but using those things that I've learned for me to remember. So, um, so all of this you're talking about falls into the white magic category. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is so good stuff. So think again, white magic, blowing out your birthday candle, making a wish. You know, one of the things that is helpful is particularly if you're struggling with your partner or you're struggling in your relationships is just, you know, you don't have to make a big deal about it. Just do it in your own um, time to light a candle. You know, there's all kinds of traditions where you light a candle for something. And so it's a way to, I don't know the physics of it, but I know that it works. If you light a candle for your relationship, things tend to get better. Um, the If you burn incense for it, it tends to get better. Um, one thing you can do is to make an altar somewhere in your house or your bedroom uh, and to whatever religious tradition you want or are drawn towards, or you can just have uh, nature, crystals, uh, a whole host of different things that you can focus on. And one of the things that these low magic tools do is help you to focus on what you want to accomplish. Uh, because a lot of times, the reason why people's intentions never get realized is because they're so distracted all the time. But if you make it a point and a practice to light a candle and pray for somebody or pray for yourself or pray for your relationship or to say affirmations for uh, your relationship or yourself or your partner, that can help a long way in focusing the energy. You know, one of the things that magic wands are for is to focus what you're trying to do. In other words, if you think about it, it's kind of like a laser pin where you are putting all of your concentration on the end of the wand, and that way you can focus as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the energy of, of whatever you're trying to accomplish. One of the things that, you know, you you can do is, and, you know, it's, it's now there seems to be cutting-edge psychology, and it's all transformative psychology, but one of the biggest things that magic teaches is that what you think becomes your reality. And so you have to be really careful about what you wish for. And when you start thinking about something that you want, the more you think about it, the more likelihood it is that you're going to get it. So that's why you have to be careful when you start wishing for Mr. Right or Ms. Right, uh, that perfect partner, because somebody's going to come along and you're going to project your desire onto that person. And magically, they're going to start paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. And so the it's not magic at all. It's because you have attached to that person. There's something about that person that attracts you, and you're going your subconscious is going to reach out there and grab for it. And so what you have to do is you have to be very very focused on what it is that you want. And if you're struggling in your relationships, the thing is always to think positive thoughts. Because the more you criticize, the more you resent, the more you um, do not like that person, the more difficult it is that you're going to have that relationship be what you want it to be. And so it's more and more important that you focus on the good things about that person rather than all the things you don't like. Right. So um, I was, I'm busy here typing on, on here so you guys have some more information. Um, I do want to go back uh, just momentarily to the altar part and say that, you know, what corner you set up your altar in your home um, is up to you. And it's beneficial to choose a corner that represents the thing that you may be having, feeling most challenged with or the thing that, you know, you really want to call into your life. And um, you could always move that altar later to a different a different corner. But I want to say that, um, you know, again, if you need success and uh, your finances are, you want to work on your finances and you want to bring prosperity into your life, put your altar with the things that are important to you that feel good. It doesn't have to be some ooh-you thing that you go to a witchy shop to go buy you know, you can put you know a twenty dollar bill on there. You can put a penny that you found on the street. You can put all sorts of things on there that make you happy. A green candle would make sense to have on there. Um, 
and put it in the north corner of your phone. And by the way, you don't have to have a huge, big altar thing. I have seen little things sold that are called pocket altars. <laughs> like a little a little box of charms that are the appropriate color for each corner because each of the different um, compass points has a specific color to it. Um, so you can have an altar, you know, you essentially carry in your pocket. So don't worry about being specific and being and doing it right. Um, at the end of the day, someone who is what's called solitary, like myself, you know, we make a lot of it up based on uh, previous historical information, but we also reserve the right to tweak things. But with respect to the things that we were originally taught and most important to that to them, that tradition or the outcome. So someone is asking, is there power in numbers with this type, type of stuff? I personally think yes. So when you go to church, you know, they say there's powers in number with prayer. I believe the same thing is true uh, with magic. So if there's something that you and your partner are working on and you're feeling challenged with it, I say have a little fun with it. Set up time for, you know, get all your little different bits and pieces together. If you care to have anything to candles to light or specific flowers on the table. And by the way, you can find out what any of these correspondences are as I'm referring to them. That means the colors, the flowers, the candles, the foods. I'll go over the foods in just a little bit too. Um, you can find all these answers on Google. There, You won't find too much variation, uh, thank goodness. Um, People are pretty traditional in their responses that, that know what they're talking about, about the different things that you may use either during a, a ritual or spell casting, if you will, that you'd like to have with your partner. Um, in fact, Gray and I just talked about, you know, bringing that into um, our relationship. We don't practice together, but we may. We're looking at it. Um, do the corners match up with north, south, east, and west? If it does, How? Okay, so yes, it yes they do. So uh, going to the corners. So your corners, the north is uh, for again for success. It's for strength. It's for confidence. It is for prosperity. The east is for um, air. That is in the the north. Excuse me, is for earth. So the east is for air. The color is yellow. It goes with that. It's for clarity. It's for foresight and vision. It's for clear speaking. Um, the uh, point of the south is red, and it's for passion and inspiration. And last but not least is the corner of the west, which is obviously going to be blue. It's water, and it's for you cleansing yourself, becoming nourished, and um, yeah, like that. So, yes, yeah, so those different corners, again, you can also always Google them you know, if you're interested. And um, you'll find similar answers to what I said. There may be different verbiage around that. But so just, let's see. Do they match up water, wind, fire? Do they match up with water, wind, fire? You're, uh, yeah, you're missing You just got to throw, um, well, no, not necessarily. They can, can. Um, so to answer your question, not necessarily, but maybe. Sorry about that. So why don't you poke around, ask that question on Google. It'll you'll come up with that answer. Um, so one of the other things that I wanted to share with you uh, that Gray came up with that I thought was such a great idea was, um, you know, write down negative thoughts. 
on paper and then go ahead and burn them. Um, so that can be regrets uh, and resentments and revenge. And the three R's. The, th the three R's. That can be um, a person's name. But I would suggest please don't make this into, you know, do them any harm. I banishing people is not a bad thing. And banishing doesn't mean that you're killing them. It just means that you want you know, breaking a chain. You're breaking a pattern of hanging around them or them always coming in, into your life and kind of, you know, increasing the energy and wreaking havoc in it. So um, please don't use any of this you know, disclaimer uh, in, in a black way. Like my mama used to say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> that's, that's right. And what's the other one you had down here, Dave? Well, it, the, the principle is this, is that when you, if you want to bring something into being, into reality, then you, you're talking about cross-dimensional transformation. In other words, if you're thinking about something, that's in one dimension. If you want to create something, that's in this dimension. What do you call it? 3D, 5D, 44D, or, or whatever. It's real, it's tangible, it's got, you know, height, depth, and weight. So an easier way to get from an idea to a reality, you know, practical reality, is to write it down because you bring it from the ethereal plane, which is in your thoughts, down to the physical plane, which is it's two-dimensional, being flat on a piece of paper or flat on a computer, but it's, it's better to write than it is to type it on a laptop or something because that's still more than it is real. But if you write it out, then you're starting to make it real. You're starting to make it physical. So if you're having a problem with somebody, write out the things that are bothering you about that. Write out the things that attract you to that person. And you want to get rid of or let go of things that are bothering you and hold on to the things that are attracting you. And so put the positive thoughts to alter so that you can be reminded every day of the things that are attracting you to that person. And let go of the things that are bothering you because that's none of your business anyway. So if you put it down on a piece of paper and destroy it, you'll have a much easier time of letting go of it than having it rattle around in, in that schedule. The other thing that we were talking about earlier is this notion of boundaries, which are absolutely necessary in any healthy relationship. Amen. Um, and there are all kinds of ways to uh, establish boundaries. One is kind of like the one-sided approach where you, you decide the boundaries and you are the one that enforces them, which is kind of be, can be overbearing sometimes because the other person doesn't participate in it and may feel like you're being unreasonable. But the thing that's important about boundaries is is that you put it, again, you put it in the physical form and write them down so that there's no miscommunication about what's a boundary and what isn't a boundary. So what you can do is you can write down on a piece of paper either and draw a line, and the things that are above the line are, are acceptable. The things that are below the line are unacceptable. So there's no 
misunderstanding about what's acceptable and what's unacceptable in your relationship. And if you want to put a box down there, then you put on what is on the inside is acceptable and what on the outside is unacceptable. So that, and you, you know, you can do this for yourself and you can do this as, as a relationship, as a partner. So that, you know, obviously things that you both agree on are probably going to be more likely to be you know, followed than the ones that you, if you say, no, you can't eat crackers in bed, and <laughs> the other person says, but I like eating crackers in bed. And so it's, it's easier to get an agreement on that and then put it in writing. And that way, it's not only is there less communication about that or less misunderstanding, it's physical, it's real, it is set on that piece of paper. You know, it's kind of like uh, set in stone, if you will. So it's that way you have no misunderstandings in your relationship and you both know what's acceptable and you both know what's unacceptable. And so there's none of this crossing the line, jumping back and forth across the line because you don't know what's acceptable and unacceptable. So that, you know, this is absolutely magical because if you're struggling with boundaries in your relationship and you do this exercise, you won't struggle with it afterwards. And so everybody's, you know, and if somebody absolutely categorically disagrees with a boundary, then you have to make a decision as to whether or not that's a, an important boundary or not. You know, if things that come to mind is, you know, uh, having an open relationship. If that's not acceptable to you and the other person insists on it, then you have to make a decision whether or not staying with that person in an open relationship is better for you than not being in that open relationship. And I'm not saying one or the other could be, you know, I'm not saying one is better than the other. You have to make that decision. I personally have my own boundary about that. I'm not interested in, you know, focusing all my resources and, and psyche on a relationship with the other person is is out screwing around. That just does not uh, fit into my uh, universe. But, <laughs> you know, I, I have to admit that that's just me. You know, that there's, it, it, there are people who have, to, not very many, I don't think, but there are people that have successful open marriages and, uh, or relationships. And if that works for you, then great. I don't, don't judge that in any way. But if you want to magically change your relationship with somebody that you're having boundary problems with, put it on paper. And you can say that almost about everything that's going on in your life, whether it's relationship or not. Um, you know, one thing that this is very powerful with is children. And you put your boundaries up there and you put that sheet on the refrigerator and they have to look at it every time they want to go to the refrigerator. It's a subtle reminder that this behavior is acceptable and that behavior is unacceptable. And that's, you know, going on further about this, if you think about it, there are all kinds of sciences that have manifested these days that used to be just called magic. Right. One is called feng shui. If you know about feng shui, it's not how to decorate or arrange your house so that it's optimal or office for optimal energy flow. 
so that uh, you naturally flow from one place to the other. The energy is strong, and you can get a lot of things. Or it's very harmonious, very relaxing, and you love to be in that environment. The other one that comes to mind is, is this thing called neuro-linguistic programming, or even EFT, which is electromagnetic rather, uh, that, that otherwise known as tapping. But all of these sciences, what are now sciences, are things that used to be in the realms of magic because linguistic programming is all based on the power of words. How some words have certain energy and way you say the words is probably going to have a much more powerful effect on the audience than other words. You know, and it and it's so they the more you study it, the more it comes out, the more uh, mundane it seems to become. But used to be people who were very charismatic and, and knew the right words to say were the ones that were very powerful and successful. And the people that were using all the wrong words because they weren't trained properly weren't getting what they wanted. And so the things about, you know, magic words, that's absolutely true. There are magic words that make things happen that if you don't use them, the chances of them happening aren't as great. And the easy ones to think about are please and thank you. If you say please, the chances of you getting something is much higher than if you don't. If you say thank you, the chances of you feeling grateful and, and having you know, success in your life are much greater than if you never say thank you. And you take things for granted or you're selfish and you just think it's all about you anyway, which it is, but that's another idea. But the thing is, is that if you say thank you constantly through the day, there's a magic word that can make a huge difference in your life. I'd love to jump in right here because I found this great article today. It says, like, there's a hundred different ways to say, to make a hundred different magical words for your relationship. And I'm going to read a few of them off here. They're, I'm going to go quick. So I'm sure everyone would love to hear these. But remember that your partner or your potential partner would love to hear these also. So say these often. Okay, for me, they make a world of difference to hear these. So I'm going to just wrap them off. So they're off you. I apologize. I believe in you. You can do it. Thank you. You are right. I was wrong. Please forgive me. I trust you. You made the right decision. I want you. Tell me about it. I want to understand. Let's do it your way. We're in this together. Let's start over. Took care of it. Let's make love. You're the only one for me. I know where, I don't know where I'd be without you. Try it and see what happens. You look amazing. I'd like to help. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm not going anywhere. I missed you. It's your turn. I'm sorry. I love you. So those are just a few things. And I thought, oh my word, you know, if this is actually in a, 
a photograph. So I saved the photograph to my phone. So I'm going to print it out. So I remember to tell Gray these things. And I know that I would love to hear those on a regular basis as well. So, um, you know, those words really do tug on your on your heart. And um, those are magic words. There are, there is magic in every word that you say to someone else. So be careful what you say and uh, be even more careful what you wish for. <laughs> um, hey, let's see. What time is it, Gray? We have much time left? We've got about five minutes. About five minutes. Okay. I didn't want to um, miss a couple other things that were kind of magical. So, you know, you and your partner do regular ceremonies with, with Mother Earth. And what that means is, is go into, if you live in an area where there's a park or there's a forest, you know, go and be in nature. We spend so much time in the house, and honestly, your house holds a lot of energy. If you haven't done some work in clearing the energy in your house by what we call smudging in the witch field with some sage or incense, whatever makes you happy, to get that uh, old energy out and make room for the new energy, you know, the best place to find some really enriching, clean, nurturing energy is out in Mother Nature. So go out into those, go down to the beach, go in, go to the park, go to the forest, go wherever makes you happy, but get out from inside of those four doors. And take your shoes off so yes. that you're actually connected with Mother Earth. Absolutely. And by the way, that specific process of walking on the dirt with your feet, I used to walk in the snow. I lived in Idaho. I used to walk in the snow from my front door to the mailbox during the winter, and it's called earth walking. So it wasn't a challenge so much to see if I got frostbite because it was a long driveway as it was to be with the frigid nature of winter and appreciate the challenges that come with that and the, the, the good things that come with winter. So, so if um, you're frigid, you shouldn't be walking barefoot in the snow. <laughs> That's a whole other show, baby. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I wanted to say you could only take a magic bath together. Bath. B-A-T-H. So if your bathtub is enough, um, I have this great little uh, spell for magical salt and the base recipe. I'll write it down. Are um, are three parts Epsom salt, two parts baking soda, and one part table salt. Do that. You can add any of your favorite scents, preferably an essential oil, and throw that in the bathtub and run some water and light. Remember, light your candles, only white ones if you have them, and call them something that you need to call into your life. Or go out and get some candles. They're usually pretty inexpensive in the color that you that you need for whatever you care to conjure with your partner. And take a nice, long, luxurious bath together. Watch each, watch each other's wash each other's bath and use those magical words. And oh yeah, you know, magic can be a really great thing. Pretty sexy. Can you post that link info as well, please? Yes, I'll go ahead and post this real quickly while. I let Greg go on to uh, go on to the next thing. Okay, somebody asked if we could get the info we missed from the station. Um, we all of our shows are recorded, and you can go on iHeartRadio and then search for Soul Spark Radio, and they have all of our programs archived there, and it'll be up in a couple of days, so you can just listen to the show again and get whatever you need. Um, let's see, we've, we've only got a couple of minutes yet left, but I wanted to say one of the most powerful th things that you can do is say something positive to yourself all the time. Your self-talk is so important yes. because 
If you want to make a matter, magical change in your life, stop criticizing yourself and others and start appreciating yourself and others. And if you can start talking to yourself in a positive way, then all of the things that seem to be going wrong in your life will disappear. And that's probably one of the most magical things you can do. The other thing is food. You know, one of the things that I, I because I've taken uh, many courses in food magic, is the whatever energy the person that's preparing the food is putting out goes into the food. So if you can put your magic thoughts in, intentionally into the food you're preparing, it's going to taste better, it's going to be more nutritious, and your partner is going to think you're the best chef in the world. And all it is is you're putting your love and your attention into food. Is there magic food? Sure is. Chocolate. <laughs> well, I'm answering a question here, baby. Okay. Um, We're almost out of time. So just remember to, uh, if you have any more questions, please contact us, Linda at soulspark.global, or you can check out SoulSpark on the internet, or my website is jamesgrayrobinson.com. And just remember, find the one, you have to be the one. And be a witch or a wizard. Woohoo! In your own life. Thanks for joining us for this really fun show tonight. We love you. Oh my God, Halloween's almost here. Okay, yeah, I really do love Halloween. That's where it all started. I've been like a witch every year, except for a gypsy once in a while, or a fairy. But you know, if you can be a unicorn, be a unicorn, right? <laughs> That's a visual I'm going to <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a great evening. Talk to you next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.